Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Cliff Marquette, Gil Stratton Jr., Mary Jane Croft, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. You know, you'd really be surprised to know how little it costs to get bright, new, rust-proof aluminum gutters for your home. If yours is an average six-room house, $60 ought to do it, maybe less. And we're talking about Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Gutters and Downspouts that you never need to paint, that go up without soldering. Your choice of plain, round gutters or a handsomely molded design in either smooth or stipple embossed finish. Remember, your dollars are still worth 100 cents in aluminum because aluminum is priced no higher today than before World War II. There's no other way you can get rust-proof gutters for your home for so little money. Ask your building supplies or hardware dealer for Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Gutters, made by the Reynolds Metals Company. This fall has been a rough time for a lot of people. The Brooklyn Dodgers lost the World Series. The Democrats lost the election. And now, Mr. McGee has lost his umbrella. Yes, things are rough all over as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. Gunner, I wonder where I could have put that umbrella of mine. Hey, Molly, you know where my umbrella is. Umbrella? How would I know, dearie? You got any idea where I could have put it? Well, when did you have it last? What day was it that it rained so hard? You mean Thursday or a week ago Saturday? <laughs> Look, Molly... We ain't going to get any place with both of us just asking questions. <laughs> One of us has got to answer them. All right. Last Thursday, it rained Persians and poodles. <laughs> Was that the day you took the umbrella downtown? No, that's the day I left it home and liked to drown it. What day did it turn so hot? Friday. That's the day I carried the umbrella. <laughs> well, maybe you left it downtown. Uh, where'd you go that day? Oh, every place. I traveled around like a secret at a bridge club that day. <laughs> I started for Doc Gamble's office, but I stopped first at Kramer's Drugstore to buy... Hey, I'll bet that's where I left that umbrella. Kramer's Drugstore. Hand me the phone. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me Kramer's Drugstore at 14th and... Oh, is that you, Mert? Ah, Myrtle. How's every little thing, Mert? It is, eh? What say, Mert? Your married sister. Mrs. America, huh? Wonderful. Won the title at Atlantic City, did she? No, her and her husband went to Paris to live, but she's coming home tomorrow on account of because she misses America. <laughs> How's that, Mert? Okay. Line's disconnected. <laughs> Let's go downtown and see if we can track that baby down. See? Oh, just a minute, dearie. Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Wimple. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. <laughs> Did you hear the news? Huh? The returns are finally in, and I was elected. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Eisenhower got it. Oh, not that job, Mr. McGee. Oh? I was elected hospitality chairman of the Whistle District Bird Watchers, nest number four. 
isn't that wonderful? Nest number four, huh? <laughs> yes. What does a hospitality chairman do, Wimp? Sent uh, get well cards to sick chickadees? <laughs> oh, yes. We have many worthy projects, <laughs> such as hemming towels for bird baths, <laughs> raising worms for our annual Christmas dinner for underprivileged sap suckers, <laughs> and grading toupees for destitute bald eagles. Well, it sounds like a very fine organization, Mr. Wimple. You do enjoy your bird watching, don't you? <laughs> oh, yes. Just yesterday at Dugan's Lake, I saw a rare Yellowstonian six-minute bird, Mrs. McGee. Six-minute bird? Where did they get that name? Six-minute bird is so named because of its peculiar nesting habits, Mr. McGee. Oh? They are found only in Yellowstone Park, and at mating time, the little bird builds her nest on top of Old Faithful Geyser and lays nothing but six-minute eggs. <laughs> They must be hard-boiled babies. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, that's the joke we always use at our meetings, Mrs. McGee. Oh. Well, I'd better be running along now. Speedy Face went out to the Marine base to give the boys a jiu-jitsu lesson today. And <laughs> she's going to bring the big brass home with her. Big brass? A general wimp? No, a tuba. She plays in the band, too. Cooking, let's start beating the brush for that bumper shoot. We'll try Kramer's drugstore first. Are you sure it isn't in the house someplace, McGee? Did you look good? I looked every place I could think of, kiddo. All but one. <laughs> I might as well look there, too, I guess. You don't mean... Yes, the hall closet. <laughs> if it ain't in there, it must be down... No, McGee, don't open that hall closet. <laughs> Straighten out that closet one of these days. Billy Mills in the orchestra and Lady of Spain.
got my umbrella, it's probably on sale by now. Well, if he's asking more than 62 cents for it, we'll report him to the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. I ought to report him anyhow on account of because... Oh, hi, Mort. Mort Toops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think you're going to a lot of trouble for that umbrella. Oh, hello, Mabel. Mabel Toops. <laughs> Does she always walk behind Mort like that? Always. Mort's terribly stingy, you know. Yeah, but what's that got to do? Mabel cuts holes in his trouser pockets and gets most of her spending money by following him around. <laughs> well, come on in. Let's look around the drugstore and see if Kramer... Oh, there's Ed Tatum at the soda fountain, dearie. If your umbrella's here, he'll know about it. Yeah, well, hi, Ed. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hello, Mr. McGee. Good morning, Ed. Did I leave my umbrella in here Friday? Umbrella? Let me think a minute. You had it all right, I know, yeah. because it was hotter than heck that day, and uh-huh. Mr. Kramer says to me, look at that clobberhead carrying an umbrella, he says. <laughs> Just never mind the details, Ed. Did he say anything? Oh, I remember now. You took it with you when you left, Mr. McGee. I did? Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess we'll have to look somewhere else. Well, come on. Uh, say, Ed, how are you and your new girlfriend getting along? You know, you had a new romance the last time we saw you. Oh, she's just wonderful, Mrs. McGee. Judith is the girl I've been searching for. <laughs> is that her name, Judith? I thought it was Carol or something. Oh, Carolyn. That was last week. Well, don't you go with her anymore? No, but I'll always have a warm spot in my heart for her, Mrs. McGee. Good. Because it was on account of Carolyn that Judith and I found each other. We went for a ride last night in her father's car. You and Judy? Carolyn. Oh. We drove out to Dugan's Lake and halfway home a tire blew up. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, well, I had a hitchhike, <laughs> hitchhike back to town, you know what I mean, and get it fixed. Yeah. And a bunch of kids I know picked me up on the highway, and right there in the front seat, I met Judith. <laughs> Isn't that romantic? Cute, is she, Ed? Oh, perfect, Mrs. McGee. We've been going steady ever since. But what about poor little Carolyn? Oh, I left her sitting in the car. Holy smoke, I forgot all about it. <laughs> hey, excuse me, I better get out to Dugan's Lake. Mr. Kramer, can I borrow the truck a while? It's important. I'll hurry back with... Oh, wait, I gotta go. <laughs> Well, come on, kiddo, let's go. Let's try Doc Gamble's office. That umbrella's got to be wherever I left it. I hope Dr. Gamble is in, dearie. Well, he better be in. Hello, Miss Ogilvy. Oh, hi, sis. Tell Hello, Doc- Mrs. McGee. Dr. Gamble's busy right now, but I'll tell him you're here. Open your mouth, Mr. McGee. Open my mouth? Why, sit on my That's it. Careful, don't bite down on it, Mr. Uh, McGee. Just under your tongue. That's uh, it. Uh, uh, you watch him, Mrs. McGee. See that he doesn't take the thermometer out. Miss Ogilvy, he isn't sick. No. <laughs> oh, I know, Mrs. McGee, but you can't tell a man that. They're such babies, aren't they? Well, uh, uh, yeah, they certainly are. <laughs> but in this case... You sit right there, Mr. McGee. No. Dr. Gamble told me whenever Mr. McGee came in to always put a thermometer in his mouth immediately and then call him. I did indeed, Miss Ogilvy. Only way to keep him quiet. Hello, Molly. Hello, Doctor. Take it something on Better remove it now, Miss Ogilvy. <laughs> before he bites it in two. <sighs> Very funny. Very funny, big satchel head. <laughs> I enjoyed it. That's the way you greet all your callers? And before we go any further, this ain't a professional call, so get that $5 gleam out of your eye. 
He's uh, lost his umbrella, Doctor. Yeah, have you got it hid someplace, Fatso? I had it the day we played golf. You didn't leave it here, knuckle nose. <laughs> you sure? Yes, the only thing you ever left here were your adenoids. <laughs> you want them back? I got them back, wise guy. <laughs> they grew back the day after you claimed you took them out. <laughs> Oh, now, McGee, they did not. Pay no attention to him, Doctor. Who does? Look, I know it's hard for you to think, George, but think hard. (laughs) Did I have my umbrella when I came by here Friday? Certainly you had it. I remember very well. Good. You laid it on that table right there, and the little Marston boy bumped into it and shoved the metal end into a wall plug and blew out my x-ray machine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you should have seen that, Molly. Blue sparks all over the joint. Old man McDonald was being x-rayed at the time, and he ran down the hall in a sheet and scared Mrs. Clatterhatch so badly she broke out with $20 worth of hive. (laughs) Yeah, I should have got a cut. Then you leaned the umbrella against the door, and when I walked through and fell over it, I tossed it out in the hall through the transom, remember? Yeah, I remember. I just wanted to hear you tell it, low bucket. (laughs) You tell it with such feeling. Oh, gun it, I must have had that umbrella when I left here, Well, then. come on now, McGee. The doctor's busy. Let's just go home, dearie, and, and forget the umbrella. Oh. Yes, the doctor's busy, dearie. Go home. Oh. Go down to the Elks Club and shoot yourself. Some pool. The Elks Club. That's where I'll bet I might possibly have left it. Maybe. At the Elks Club. Come on, Molly, let's go. Oh, dear. Well, doctor, as Mr. Gallup said to Mr. Roper, we're off again. Bye. <laughs> ah, good old doc. <laughs> Thanks to him for not having my umbrella. I'll find it yet. I hope so. I just... Hello there, pal. Hi, Molly. Well, hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. We can't, we can't stop to talk now. On a oh, hey, hey. Anytime I ever have to stop to talk, pal, I'm slipping. I can talk walking. Hmm. You said it. Besides, hey, I just heard a terrific story. Yeah? <laughs> this will kill you, kid. It seems there were two Irishmen named Pat and Mike. Uh-oh. He's been out with them traveling salesmen again. Well, let him tell it, McGee. Well, Pat lived in this wonderful, comfortable little house, you see. Yeah. Because he knew that the secret of comfort in a home is Reynolds aluminum. Oh. Pat knew that Reynolds reflective aluminum insulation, for instance, is just about the quickest, low-cost way to insulate your home. Yeah. To keep it warmer in winter and cooler in summer. Well, uh, just tell the story, Miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Pat had bought a few rolls of Reynolds insulation, yeah. which is pure aluminum foil, mm-hmm. bonded to heavy paper, so anybody can tack it up or staple it up up there in the attic where it reflects the summer heat out and keeps the furnace heat inside in winter. And Mike was jealous. Oh, I'm glad you got Mike out of the attic, anyway. <laughs> well, sir, Mike came over one day and he said, Pat, he said, I just had Reynolds aluminum windows put in my house, he said. Oh, this is murder. <laughs> and Mike says, Mike says, Faith and be jabbers. Not them wonderful Reynolds aluminum windows with the smooth performance and the enduring beauty. Them that take no care or expense from the day you buy them. Faith and be jabbers, he says. Heavenly day. <laughs> if Uncle Dennis heard that phony brogue, he'd pop a cork. <laughs> so, Pat says... Faith, and it's the aluminum nail you've hit on the head, Mike, he Ah, says. that he did. Even, <laughs> even them lovely heating ducts I got now, made out of that light, strong, rust-proof Reynolds aluminum. Sure, and them Reynolds people are the pioneers of progress through aluminum, he says. Yeah. Uh, no, junior. <laughs> Strain the peat moth on that, you know. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. So, with that, Pat and Mike, Pat and Mike went to work on the new highway. And 20 minutes later, Pat knocks on Mike's door and he says to Mike's wife, he says, <laughs> He says, He says, Mike was just run over by a steamroller, he says. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> so Mike's wife says, Slip him under the door and don't bother me. Ah! <laughs> uh, 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 you've heard it told before, kids? Well, not as badly as that. <laughs> Junior? <laughs> Reynolds aluminum may last a lifetime, but that story has already been around longer than that. Oh, be japers. Yeah. Come on, Molly. Sweetheart, I sometimes suspect Mr. Wilcox of just dragging those things in. You think he does? Oh, no. Old Hilo wouldn't do a sneaky thing like that. <laughs> well, come on, there's Ole out in front of the Elks. If he's got my umbrella... Oh, hi, Ole. Well, hello, McGee, and the same to you, Mrs. Hello, Ole. How's the family? Well, I hope. Well, I hope so, too, Mrs. <laughs> Move the feet, McGee. I sweep the steps. Oh, <clears throat> Well, I just uh, come me back... Me and the missus, we took all the kids for a ride Sunday, missus, and we have a nice time. Oh, a ride, eh? In the country? No, we ride in the car, McGee. <laughs> the country is where we ride, too. We oh, go to see my Uncle Chris's farm. Oh, I see. Well, what I meant was... Move the feet, McGee. Oh. What kind of a farm does he have, Ollie? A dairy farm? No, it's what he calls a truck farm, missus. Oh, raises vegetables, does he? No, he raises trucks. <laughs> Huh? Out oh, the mud holes. Ten dollars a shot. <laughs> Uncle Chris, he has one of the finest mud holes in the country. It's out on uh, Highway 387 and a half. <laughs> 387 and a half? Is that a state road? No, Uncle Chris, he builds it himself, missus. <laughs> it just goes from the main highway past Uncle Chris's farm and then on into the mud hole. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, how can people... Move the feet, McGee. Oh. Well, uh, only, uh, uh, do people really use the road? Well, used on Sunday, Mrs. Huh? You see, Uncle Chris, he puts up a sign at the corner that says, Detour this way. <laughs> then he sends one of his boys up there to drive his car down the road, and naturally, all the Sunday drivers, they follow him. Well, naturally. <laughs> I can just picture this. He must have a gold mine. No, used the mud hole. Yeah. <laughs> You could put back the feet now, McGee. Oh. Well, the reason I come by, Ollie, did I leave my umbrella here last week? I had it here, and I... Oh, was... that's that the day you stuck it through the cigar case? Yeah, yeah. Sure, you left it. Ah, <laughs> swell, boy. Well, thank goodness. I couldn't walk another... But I ran after you and gave it to you on the streetcar, McGee. Oh. Yes, that's very thoughtful of you. Oh, me. no. Oh, but that's where I left it, on the streetcar. Come on, Molly, down to the transit company. And look, Ollie. Yeah? The next time I forget to leave my umbrella here, mind your own dad batted business, will you? And leave it here. Come on, Molly, down to the streetcar. <laughs> The King's Men and swinging down the lane. Moonlight's blowing, red leaves blowing, November weather's here, and turkey time is near. What perfect weather for two to get together. Let's go strolling, my dear. Everybody's hand in hand, swinging down the lane. 
Everybody feeling grand, swinging down the lane. That's the time I miss the bliss that we might have known. On a night like this, when I'm all alone, when the moon is on the rise, honey, I'm blue. Streetcar, and I wonder which window I go to. Well, let's try this one here. Unclaimed articles, it says. Okay. Hey, Bud, you in charge of the Lost and Foundry? I am indeed, sir. J. Fraxton Potworthy at your service. <laughs> or better still, at your service, baby. What can I do for you? Hmm? <laughs> Me? Uh, well, I'll tell you. I came in here to see about my... Hey, sir. I'm trying to wait on the lady. Huh? Watch your manners. Now, what's on your mind, honey? didn't want anything. I just... She's with me. I brought her in here, Buster. I rode one of your streetcars last week. Oh, you found her on a streetcar, eh? You brought her to the right place, sir. Just boost her through the window and I'll put a tag on her. Oh, cut it out. Now, you look at here. Now, just a minute, please, please. What's your name, Blue Eyes? Because if nobody claims you in 30 days, I get to take you home and believe me, baby. Stop calling my baby. My wife, baby. Yes, uh, my goodness. <laughs> You're confused, sir. Oh, my. Oh, I'm not confused, but we sure got old dad jumping, haven't we? <laughs> now then, sir, what can I do for you? I lost an umbrella on your streetcar. I would like to have my umbrella. Oh, umbrella. We got millions of them. This way, please. No, that's better. Come on, Molly. Will you look at all the stuff they gave? Yeah. You sure got a lot of stuff here, bud. All these cabinets full of lost stuff? No, they're full of found stuff, sir. <laughs> all tagged and filed alphabetically. Oh. We are rather proud of our filing system. How does it work? Lousy. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, well, reach in that filing system and haul out my umbrella, bud. Just be patient, sir. 
Why don't you sit down there with the canceled transfers while I take the little lady on a tour of the department? What? Oh, you'll love it, Toot. Why? A free ride on the streetcar, lunch on the rear platform, a gay crowd of revelers. <laughs> I will have a... Now you look here, Buster. <laughs> I've been patient long enough. If I don't get my umbrella right now, how would you like a poke in the foot? No, threatening me, eh? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, sir, what kind of an umbrella was it? <laughs> Black one with an ivory handle. Is this it? That's it. That's it. I recognize the cigar burn. Ah, uh, my old aluminum umbrella. <laughs> Boy, am I glad to get this back. Well, thank goodness. Success at last. Well, come on, Molly. Let's go grab a streetcar and go home. <laughs> What a day. Well, thank goodness we're nearly home. Yep. You and me and the lost umbrella. Success. Proud to read it, Tripnack. 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 Proud to You know, that conductor sounds like he must have been born with a silver spoon in his mouth. <laughs> Full of mush. <laughs> no, the truth of the matter is, his mother was frightened by a tobacco auctioneer. Vegan organist, next. Vegan organist, hold it, or you love from the street. Well, that was fun, dearie, but here's our stop. Come on. Yeah. We'll get out here, bud. Hold my arm, Molly. That's it. Come on. Lobstrom Street, Lobstrom. Watch your step, please. Take the first motor country company. <laughs> Watch your skirt, kiddo. What? Oh, well, I'd be glad to get home and sit down in a chair. Yeah. Well, it took all day, but I'd done what I started out to do, kiddo. That's what I like. I found my lost umbrella. I'm the type of guy that he likes to know where his things are. When I need an umbrella, I like to know where it is. Where is it? <laughs> huh? The umbrella. Oh, my gosh, I left it on the streetcar. <laughs> Tibber and Molly return in a moment. Last week, we offered free instructions on how to roast your Thanksgiving turkey in Reynolds Wrap. How to roast it better, with more flavor, and with actually more meat on the bird. Yes, more meat, because this aluminum foil keeps in the juices. There's less oven shrinkage. There's still time, so we're going to give you that address to write to again. But meanwhile, stock up on Reynolds Wrap at your grocer's. Buy the new jumbo economy rolls, 75 feet, so you'll have plenty on hand. Or the standard 25-foot rolls. And make sure it's Reynolds Wrap. The original and genuine, the pure aluminum foil. Now, here's how to get your recipe for turkey roasted in Reynolds Wrap. Just mark turkey on a postcard with your name and address and send it to Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. That's Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. Gosh, if that ain't the dad dreadless luck, hand me the phone. What are you going to do, phone the streetcar company? No, sir, I'm going to call the mayor about this. Why the mayor? Well, why not? It was his umbrella. <laughs> a car coming four years ago. Let him chase it a while. Oh. Good night. Good night, all. The Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Reynolds Aluminum also brings you Mr. Peepers, starring Wally Cox on NBC Television Sunday night. 
See your local paper for Time and Channel. And don't forget to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. The preceding was transcribed. Tonight, play Two for the Money with Herb Schreiner on NBC. Thank you.